Folks, this is Dr. Brian King. I'm here in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. That's right. Every time I come to Cincinnati, there are three things that I really enjoy. Uh, I love making references to WKRP. Uh, I love eating uh, chili over spaghetti and uh, hot naked burlesque girls. Uh, that's really the, the. I know it's weird, the hot naked burlesque girl thing. It's not. It's usually you have to go to Kentucky for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here, folks, in uh, in a living room uh, with a, a fantastic local burlesque performer, uh, someone who is not only a performer but also a producer, a mover and shaker, uh, head bitch in charge of Sin City Burlesque, folks. This is uh, Ginger La Snaps. Hello, Brian. Did I say that right, La Snaps? You did. Because my French is horrible. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, it's great for Cincinnati. What does La Snaps mean in English? What is that? Uh, La Snaps in English, I would guess, is going to go, um, <laughs> I don't know. Or is La, La Schnapps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been in the bottle this morning. Yeah, ginger, ginger of the schnapps. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I prefer Fernet uh, because, uh, you know, it's a California thing. Uh, so how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm a lot better now that you've come into my life today. <laughs> I, uh, uh, you're a you're burlesque uh, performer, as I, I imagine. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, what's that about? Uh, basically, burlesque means in an upside-down fashion. So it's, <clears throat> it's kind of poking fun at... Social issues, poking fun at ourselves frequently. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of comedy involved, which yeah, you would appreciate. Yeah. I, you know, I hate comedy. Uh, you do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I really Pain do. in the ass. Um, and so it's just kind of like taking an idea and turning it on its head and, and making something fun out of it. And, and it's, yeah. you know, hot naked chicks. So. There you go. So hey, uh, all the uh, all the rest of that stuff, you know, is great and everything. But I think it's the hot naked chicks uh, that, uh, that really drives the art form. It's a selling point. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> You, get, you know, yeah, we're political satirists <laughs> with boobs. Yeah. Oh, you got boobs? Fine, I'm going. You yeah. know, how many tickets? Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, and you perform in, in Cincinnati. We do. Uh, which is an interesting place to, to perform burlesque <laughs> because uh, Cincinnati is not a city that's well known for being liberal. Not at um, all. Uh, you guys are, uh, you contributed to the downfall of Mr. Jerry Springer, uh, <laughs> which I, I, I feel bad about. But uh, I think things worked out okay for him. Yeah, he's uh, doing afterwards. all right. Yeah, he's doing okay. But uh, how'd you get involved in burlesque? Um, you know, I've been a professional dancer since the late 90s, and I, I've... Like dancer, what do you mean dancer? <laughs> Not uh, on a pole. Oh, yeah. uh, I've been teaching professional ballroom in Latin since, and competitive and socially since late 90s, and... and I love dance in all forms, and, yeah. but spending 60 hours a week in a ballroom studio gets really old and tiring, and you get burnt out. And um, I had grown up in a household where dance and your body was fine. Uh -huh. Like, my, you know, my mom's in the medical field, and she's a big burlesque fan, and so it was, you know, I was watching Gypsy at a very young age, and it's, you know, there was nothing wrong with it. It was fun, and it was clean fun, and, and so when I got into my 30s I really started doing a little bit more research <laughs> that was on just, it that, was, that wasn't that long ago no it really was like yesterday really. yeah. 
um, I started doing more research on it, took some workshops, and went to a lot of shows. And I, what I found was is that I was getting kind of bored in a lot of the, you know, watching a lot of the shows. I just felt like my dance experience could bring a totally new element to it because mm -hmm. I just, you know, I love a naked chick as much as the next girl. But I, you know, I was just waiting for them to get naked. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of just walking around the stage and then taking something off and then walk around the stage and take something else off. And I thought, well, shit, I want to be entertained like the entire time. Like, I want to mm -hmm. see you move or I want to see a gag the entire time. Not just waiting for you to take a. See, you, you want you want more from your naked chick than just naked. Chickens. I really do. I'm a demanding, demanding yeah, woman. You really are. You're, you're hard <laughs> to satisfy. So, so the existing burlesque was not uh, was not to your liking. I was just bored with it a little yeah. bit. I wanted something new. You're and, like I yeah. could do this. I could do this. I yeah. could take my clothes off and dance. There you go. And so, uh, had you uh, prior to having that epiphany, had you ever had any experience in in, in any sort of like erotic dance or any sort no. of no? So no. Really, that was it. No, yeah. that was just the move. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. You said never, never strippers, never anything. Never. No. You weren't a single mom working your way through college. I wasn't. <laughs> Although I can appreciate that, but yeah. no, not not the thing. And we get a lot of people that come to the shows that get confused about what it is we do. They don't uh -huh. have the research or the background, and they think they should come with dollar bills, or they feel like we're going to be on a pole, or we have lap dances. We don't do any of that. Right. And so. Um, but now, if they wanted to, would you say no to those dollar bills? You know what we do? We do on occasion when we go out of town, people, depending on these smaller clubs and depending on what troops have been through there, people will tip. What's strange is that we don't, like, take the money from them. So if they don't drop it on the stage, then we, you know, because we've got choreography we got, we're busy doing. Right, so right, right. if they don't drop it on the stage, then they just hold on to it or whatever. But every time we get tipped... Um, we usually donate it to charity. Oh, wow. um, yeah, nice. we've done Stop AIDS Cincinnati. Um, uh -huh. The big one we've done the last year and a half, we've had a girl that was diagnosed two years ago with MS. Mm -hmm. And so every show we do a go-go for MS number where we come down to the audience and fringe and shake and, and shimmy and with hats and collect as much money in those four minutes mm -hmm. that we can. And all of that goes to the National MS Society at the end of the night. Oh, nice. So it's that's pretty cool. And I mean, like I think the last show, it was close to 500 The show before that, it was close to $800 yeah. and like five minutes so it was wow. freaking awesome that's fantastic yeah. yeah that's really good so you guys got really you're doing a good thing we try you know, you're, you're doing a little you know okay, charity give back give back to the community <laughs> so five years ago huh uh -huh. five years ago you started burlesque yeah uh, and uh, and you started not only performing but also your own company yes uh, what's your company company is pink productions llc and it started really as a um women's party and event planning mm -hmm. company where we were doing like bachelorette parties and birthday parties and baby showers and that kind of thing. And we had a lot of people asking for bachelorette parties. They wanted a burlesque workshop. They wanted mm -hmm. to learn, you know, the art. And that's really kind of how we started doing some research in the first place mm -hmm. um, was, well, people want this and now we can dance, but I really want to, you know, we wanted to get into what, what traditional classic burlesque looked like so that when we went into a party to teach a workshop and teach some basic choreography it felt very very burlesque and not mm -hmm. pussycat dolls it didn't right. it wanted to feel classic and so that's where we started the research and then we thought well shit classic burlesque gets kind of boring after a while <laughs> we're gonna put our own spin on this it's only so many times you can watch feathers and balloons it's so. true you know it's you know and and there's some amazing performers out there these days that are doing such unusual things and yeah. shocking amazing things um but, you know, sometimes the classic stuff, you know, with a boa and a stocking peel, it's just, you know, there's only so many ways you can do it. Sure. And it's just, you know, after a while, you're like, yeah, I've seen this number on yeah. somebody else probably 800 other times. And so it's it's exciting to be able to kind of put you your own think that, you think that might Do you think the, uh, the, the 
the, the, I guess the, the, the fact that there's only so many things you can do, you think of it, that might be one of the reasons why uh, most uh, erotic performances uh, have sort of, I don't want to say um, evolved, but uh, maybe kind of fallen into just a, sort of the, the stripper thing because, uh, you know, because burlesque, you know, strip, modern stripping came out of burlesque dancers, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. Uh, and so after a while, people got tired of seeing the same old boa and stuff, and then what they really wanted to see uh, were, were implants yeah. Yeah, on stage, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, so, I, so it's a, your, the art form, burlesque, is kind of like a resurgence of, like, bringing back the, uh, the real art and the entertainment aspect. Absolutely. So. It's, we've seen times that burlesque has done really well is in times <clears throat> of recession. Yeah. Uh, you know, people will continue Reminds to spend people money. Of the Great Depression. Yep. People, <laughs> people will continue to spend money on booze and entertainment. Yeah. And those are the, you know, it's, it's there's a big resurgence there of, you know, there's people are, it's hard times. Yeah. The last 10 years, we, you know, we've struggled a little bit as a, as a country and, um, you know, people still want to be entertained. They want sure. to forget about their bills. They sure. want to forget about their work. They want to forget about their kids. They want to forget about their everyday life. And this is a great way to kind of immerse yourself in a totally different time, place. Um, you get, you know, a lot of our fans come out to shows dressed up, dolled up, and oh, it's yeah. really, really cool to see. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so you really need to take it to uh, to the bad economies. You know, like to go to Detroit. Exactly. You'd know? be killing it. I Detroit, would you know? be killing it in Detroit. <laughs> Go somewhere miserable, you know. You know, Youngstown's not that far. You know, <laughs> yeah. there's some shitty places in Ohio. Man. There is. Uh, but no, it's uh, so you uh, you have this company, Pink uh, Productions, right? Yeah. Uh, and you also uh, are the uh, the head bitch in charge of uh, of Sin City Burlesque. Yes, right? it's basically a runoff of Pink Productions. So what is Sin, Sin City Burlesque? Is your troop? It is. It's is the that? troop name. Yeah. And tell, we me, have, tell me about the troop. We have ten girls, including myself, that make up the core troop. We have um, two guest performers that are soloists only that we call the G-string. Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, our MC is Sweet Biscuit. She is hilarious. Yeah. She, we love her. Um, and she does all of our MCing for all of our shows exclusively. And she also does her own stand-up and, and that kind of thing and her own improv troupe. But yeah. she is our exclusive um, MC. So she's exclusive, huh? She's pretty exclusive. No, no chance of the doctor ever getting You could probably get her, but she doesn't MC for any other burlesque <laughs> okay. troops. So we, we love her. And we've got um, two stagehands that work with us, Julie and Jill, yeah. and um, a kitten that works with us, who other, in other words, a stage kitten that comes and cleans up our mess after we yeah, drop right, clothes right. all over the place. But, um, yeah, it's a big family. You, uh, that's, that's huge. It's giant. Way. That is really big. <laughs> uh, like most burlesque troops, uh, and I'm familiar, yeah, I know a bunch of them. Most burlesque troops are, you know, maybe four, uh, maybe six at the most, yeah. you know. How do you even fit ten girls on stage with all that ego? It's <laughs> it's true and hairspray. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's tricky. It's it, there's we're lucky enough to work at some really big venues that you know, but we have to. I have to be aware when I'm choreographing troop numbers, big group numbers, of how many girls we can really fit on the stage, um, how big the movement can really be before mm -hmm. we're running some of the girls off into the wings. Um, it can be really, really tricky, and that's something that we do really, really well, and it's unusual in the burlesque field that we do big group numbers that are choreographed. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of troops around the country are four or five girls that are all just solo artists. Sometimes wow. they'll duet with each other, sometimes. Yeah. But to choreograph big group numbers, it takes a lot of time and energy and money because they all have to have the same costuming. So, you know, sometimes one four-minute group number can cost, you know, two sure. grand just in costuming. 
Sure, that's great. That's that's impressive. That's really impressive. You've got like quite the uh, burlesque empire uh, building up. Yeah. And one thing I think is really interesting about your troupe, uh, and you know, I, I I love burlesque, and I think it's a great art form. And I'm glad that it attracts such a variety of people to oh, do yeah. it. But you've got really attractive people. <laughs> They're gorgeous, aren't they? Not all burlesque performers are necessarily that attractive. Uh, they, well, <laughs> I, I would say my girls are really, really pretty in, in a classic sense, most of them. Um, but what I love about the burlesque field is that it's so welcoming to all kinds of beauty. Yeah, no, it really is. But yeah. it's my girls tend to be, uh, they're pretty, you know, pretty yeah. girls. You have a lot of, uh, you know, they're, they're, it, burlesque is, there's a lot of larger, uh, you know, people, there's a lot of uh, older, you know, yeah. there's a lot of uh, people that might not uh, necessarily uh, get a whole lot of tips on a poll. <laughs> you know? I don't know that we would either, but we tried. No, no, you guys would come on banking, uh, banking, man. But, you know, I think the funny thing is, is I was talking to one of my girls the other day, Honeydew, and she is just stunning i mean people stop her on the street she's that pretty wow and um must be hard to get to work yeah tell me about it because she's <laughs> constantly being flooded with people she said something to me the other day that i think spoke volumes about our troop in general she said you know when people tell me i'm pretty i'm kind of like oh thanks she said but when they tell me i'm funny i get really excited about yeah, that she yeah, was yeah. like really you think i'm funny it's that's yeah that's amazing tell me more about it and my girl you know, as, as a comedian pretty as, as a, they are as a comedian i feel the same way oh. uh, uh, you yeah, but although i kind of would wish more people to Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> well, you know, you can't have it both ways usually. But it's, you know, it's they, they really pride themselves on their sense of humor and their ability to laugh at themselves. Mm -hmm. um, as gorgeous as they are, they're all incredibly strange. So you perform on a pretty regular basis. We do. Uh, and how many gigs, uh, to say like a month? Uh... Um, it, it can vary. We try not to, you know, because we don't travel a lot, we do stay mostly in Cincinnati, Dayton, Columbus, Lexington, Louisville, that area. We try not to over flood the market. Um, but like this year, this 2013, we had, I think, 42 gigs mm -hmm. that were public booked. Wow. Um, so it was pretty significant. And next year we've already got, I think, I want to say 10 big shows mm -hmm. on the books. Usually what happens is we book our big, like two and a half hour productions way ahead of time. So we can kind of plan out our year because those shows can't, um, they can't be the same show over and over again. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a brand new show every quarter, oh, right, which is, right. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's new really, costumes, new choreography. New costumes, new yeah. choreography. It's a lot of freaking work. Do you ever uh, uh, do you ever recycle uh, from some of that? Oh, you know, God, yeah. So like yeah. You have an elf costume for Christmas. You turn it into a Halloween ogre. Absolutely, uh, yeah. because you you know I'm a businesswoman first and foremost, and if I'm losing money on a show, then it's not worth doing it. So um, we have let we do a number of sympathy for the devil, where the girls are in full suits. Mm -hmm. They have black button down shirts, black blazers, black tearaway pants. And, um, like, we repurpose it where, you know, they'll wear the jacket for something over top of a solo or they'll wear the button-down shirts with fishnets on the bottom. And, you know, so we, we kind of tear the part, costumes apart and reuse them for other things gotcha. as well. What's your uh, what's your glitter budget? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I know. You'd be I, it's it's shocking. Like, I know. It's, it's just interesting to think about, like, what, you know, as far as your business, uh, you know, expenses. You know, it's like, you know, <laughs> last year we spent $10,000 on rhinestones. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's it's when, like I said, I've got 12 girls, i got a costume. Yeah. It's, um, you try to come up with creative ways as far as like, okay, how sparkly does this costume need to be? And can right. I get away with sequins versus rhinestones? Because yeah. that's a big cost difference. And you're pretty, uh, you're, you're really busy too. Uh, you also uh, teach dance. I do. Uh, you know, you teach, <laughs> do you teach, you teach burlesque? Uh, um, I do. Yeah, I mean, we, I, 
I do teach some workshops a couple times a year. I don't teach an ongoing burlesque class. I mm -hmm. usually do like um, a workshop where they learn like a two-minute routine. What maybe kind like of uh, what kind of people uh, sort of sign up for these burlesque? Uh, oh, you'd be shocked. We mm -hmm. get a little bit of everything. I think the last workshop we had the age range was it from 21 to 63. Wow. And oh, the 63-year-old, she is a she is amazing. She is just a hot mama, I swear. And are these people that that want to pursue performance or are they just doing it because um, for exercise? Some or? of them do. Some of them would love to join us on stage, but we really, you know, I think they think they want to join us on stage mm -hmm. until they have to deal with me and then they go, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> or I, you know, say, "Hey, it's going to require you to rehearse four hours a week it's going to require x amount of costuming you have to buy these shoes and this this and this and that you yeah, know yeah. and then they go oh wait never mind like they think you just get to walk on stage and be fabulous they don't you realize could, uh, the work that goes into it you could it. contract with some manufacturer to have like all these special burlesque costumes pre-made uh make money selling costumes to burlesque girls oh my god <laughs> you're like, you're like know, the right? boy scouts basically. oh my god that'd be genius yeah there you go it's like okay now you have to earn your merit badge which costs fifty dollars from me uh, <laughs> <laughs> i love it there you yeah go. normally where it goes with our girls is they have or to marriage buy... merit tassels i oh, like yeah. that oh, there you go i'm gonna start doing that <laughs> um the girls have to provide their own shoes as uh -huh. far as they have to have a nude pair and a black pair of dance heels which nude shoes nude shoes like I, uh, skin colored sure. oh okay, okay. because <laughs> um, you want that your feet to look like they have no toes and well <laughs> basically it lengthens your leg lines so your oh, legs look I nice see. and long and pretty oh, yeah. and they go with everything um but those you know those ballroom shoes cost anywhere like a cheap pair cost 80 bucks a piece wow. And, you know, once you dance in them for a year, they, they're just destroyed. So the people, uh, so you talk, you mentioned, that, you know, the resurgence of burlesque during the recession. Clearly, uh, the people performing, uh, you know, have to have a little bit of money uh, to, to start up. There's Absolutely. A lot of costs, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so. it's kind of pricey just to get your basics yeah. under your belt as far as, like, shoes and jewelry and, and that kind of thing. The girls in Sin City have to provide their basic under pinnings basically yeah. like i'm not gonna buy your underwear and your bra <laughs> um but i will provide all the crap that goes on it like the fringe and the rhinestones and the sequins and the oh, feathers yeah. i like that you call uh, your your troop sin city it's a play of course on cincinnati uh -huh. being sin city uh but you know every time i hear you say sin city i, I immediately think vegas, vegas. That's going to change. Uh, I think, I, <laughs> That's I right. think you are, And, you know, Cincinnati now has casinos. They do. Uh, so you uh, you plus the, uh, the the local gaming industry uh, could potentially make Cincinnati the new uh, hot bed the, of... The uh, Vegas of the Midwest. That's right. Or I something. like it. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, at least, you know, better than Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> no, I love Kentucky. I don't oh, know Northern Kentucky is pretty freaking awesome. It's, uh, I mean, Kentucky is nothing but uh, hillbillies and alcohol. <laughs> and uh, and I love both of those things. I love them. Oh, I kind of do too. I got to. They're tell you. really great. So uh, well, I got to wrap this up because the uh, the radio interview is only so long. Uh, so Ginger, uh, how can people hear from, hear about you, learn more about you, all the good stuff? Well, you can find us on Facebook. Obviously, it's Sin City Burlesque with a C, C I N, separate word city burlesque or you can go to sincityburlesque.com or cincinnatiburlesque.com will also point you mm -hmm. to our website for booking and for more information on the girls and mm -hmm. um and and, uh, and all the girls have sort of bios or uh, they or do on their, on the yeah they're all so. the girls are on facebook all of them are on the website so you, do you have a uh, do you have a members only section of that website i should <laughs> you really Man. should you've got some attractive dancers they're gorgeous they're gorgeous uh, 
And uh, so SinCityBurlesque.com, yes. right? And the Facebook page, SinCityBurlesque. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then your uh, personal website, if uh-huh. anybody wants to follow you. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm all over Facebook, Twitter, Ginger. Instagram, G- Ginger Snaps, L-E-S-N-A-P-P-S. L e s n s n a p p s right Los uh-huh. snaps uh-huh. Los snaps I don't know uh, <laughs> again I, I took Spanish in high school oh, yeah. uh, I know it's tough it's so weird <laughs> with the French words what's with the uh, uh, can you ask what what's with red in in burlesque uh, you know it's like every burlesque dancer is a redhead uh, you know I don't know what that's about I I've, I've been red for and I'm not complaining no uh, it's anyone true. Who, anyone's a long term listener or follower of mine knows that I love redheads. So, but I'm just like, I'm just curious. Well, you know, it, I've noticed that too. And it's funny because I've been a redhead for way longer than I have been a burlesque dancer. So mm-hmm. it, in the ballroom industry, you're either a blonde, a, you know, raven haired or a redhead. And I've been a redhead for mm. so many years. So going into the industry, it was not new to me, but it's, I know I'm seeing a big turnaround all of a sudden in, in redheads, which is great. Hey man. Yeah. The more the merrier. Well, it's, a, it's the name Ginger, though. There's like a thousand <laughs> yes. burlesque girls named Ginger. There you know, are. Whatever. There are. But, yeah. you know, it's... it's and the rest of them are named Red. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, Ginger Snops, folks. Uh, the uh, the producer and founder of Sin City Burlesque. Thank you so much uh, well, thank for the interview. It's fantastic. Check her out online. Follow her. And uh, continue to check me out, folks. Thanks for listening. This has been On the Road with Dr. Brian. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.